0: My name is Will Fitzgerald and this is the Gawaii Film Podcast. Today on the show, we've got our first two-hander of the season. I'll be chatting to director Hugh O'Connor and actor Jordan Jones. But first, let me say thanks again to our listeners for your feedback on last week's panel episode, which was a discussion all about shaping the next 10 years of film production in Ireland. We heard from the producers of the Sci-Fi Network and Netflix series Night flyers as well as studio managers from Ardmore and Troy Studios, and folks from Screen Training Ireland and Screen Producers Ireland, and you guys had some interesting things to say in the comments after the episode aired. We love to hear your feedback, so please continue to send me your questions or comments on Twitter or at info at filmfla.ie. Some more business before we get to today's interview. The Junior Film Fla is the young audience's arm of the Galway Film Fla, And the festival has been running all this week at the Paula Cinema in Galway. There are still two days and plenty of films left to see at the Junior Film Flaw, including Hugh and Jordan's new film, Metal Heart. So check out GalwayFilmFlaw.com for tickets and screening times. Metal Heart just played the Irish Screen America Festival in Los Angeles last month, and it made its world premiere here in Galway in July, where I sat down with them both. Hugh has been an actor from a young age, starring opposite Liam Neeson in Lamb and playing the young Christy Brown in My Left Foot, among many other roles. More recently, he starred in films like Pilgrimage, Handsome Devil, and Mary Shelley. What's more, Metal Heart is Hugh's first feature as a film director, and Jordan plays the lead role of Emma, a young goth searching for an identity. Metal Heart marks the second time Jordan has played a lead role in the film at Galway. The first was her breakthrough role in director Frank Berry's film I used to live here in 2014. So, guys, thanks for taking the time to talk hey, to us. Thanks, well, especially the day after uh, your premiere um, of Art. Uh, I thought you guys would be, you know, like really tired and
1: hungover today, but not. So that's yeah. cool. No. <laughs> we actually both went to bed early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: We're we're like I... potato grannies, like just <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, I made an excuse. So I was like. I have a podcast tomorrow, and they were like, "Stay." I was like, "Yeah, I'm just being professional, guys." Being super professional. Yeah, (laughs)
0: consummate professionals. That's what I was going to say instead of old grannies, but whatever. Um, so this is—it's—I feel like you guys must have had a great collaboration making this movie, Metal Heart, because you—you're an actor, um, um—you've been a young actor, and you've written this coming-of-age drama. Like, maybe can you tell us what it was about? Like collaborating together, um, to you know, to realize these characters.
2: Yeah, well, it was my first time working with a director that was an actor, so it was a new experience, and I feel like it really helped a lot, seems as he knew what it was like to be an actor, um, and I was so interested in uh, the acting he had done and yeah. stuff, and I remember I was obsessed with Tim Curry, uh, Tim, Tim Curry at the time, and you Don't had, remember that. you had, uh, do you remember? Yeah. And I was talking about Rocky Horror Picture yeah, Show. Yeah, do actually, um, yeah. Um. He had said that he had uh, met him, Curry and stuff, and I just thought that was so cool. So it was great to be able to um, have chats about acting and different acting experiences, and then also being able to relate and know what it's like to be an actor. Um. Yeah. So I thought it was a really good experience, and I really enjoyed it.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and the same for Jordan. I mean, like she was so brilliant. Actually, I thought you and Mao were very similar the way you work because you're both really instinctive and. I think we were talking about it last night even on stage like you're so wanting to be to be true do mm. you mean and to be like a real you know uh, ca- something that you would really do yourself and that was so important because it is a comic you know funny yeah. coming of age film and you know you want to make it fun and, and not too you know I don't know uh, yeah. gritty or you know uh, but uh, both you and Mo were just so careful about wanting it to be real and, and wanting the scenes yeah. to be truthful and what that, that kind of character...
2: balance too yeah. between like Sean and Aaron then me and Mo I think it kind of like balance it
1: exactly because yeah. you're kind of the, and I always felt like sort of those John Hughes movies like um, uh, Molly Ringwald's character often was quite ser- not serious but kind of like the heart of it and she would never be that funny she'd be more just like she felt it and all the other characters would be kind of funny and different and quirky and you know what I mean like add the colour and all the life but if you didn't care about the main character and feel like she was suffering through life there's nothing really to hold to do you know what I mean you just end up being you, if you had two Chantals, it wouldn't really be interesting. Do you remember yeah. it would yeah. be kind of there'd be no you need c- that conflict? Comparison. Yeah. yeah. So you were so you're never not truthful and you're never not real and and even the kind of the big scene we had between you and Mo, do you remember where you actually kiss? And that was yeah. written slightly differently and and time was tricky on the day, but you were kind of going, I don't think if he's gonna be like this with me, I wouldn't be interested. And already it's a weird relationship, but you know it has to be right. And and Mo felt the exact same way. He's like, I don't want to be, you know. So we just talked about it and we just made it and you kind of improvised a bit and changed the dialogue and, you know, just made it fluid. And, and Owen McLaughlin, who's great, who shot, you know, he, he just kind of moved around with you guys and found yeah. it. And it was sort of like a we found it together, which is really nice yeah. as opposed to just going, no, it has to be this way. It's written that way. Yeah. You know, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Was it weird, the whole Mo, like being like an older actor and stuff, if there's yeah, any yeah, actresses I listening, like how did you asked, get rid of the nerves?
2: Yeah, people have asked me. This, are you like talking about the kissing scene yeah. or just mode? Yeah. yeah, people have asked me this before because obviously um, the first season of Rebellion that I was in I would have been 14 kissing an older man and people had always asked me did you find a weird? are you uncomfortable? and honestly no and I wouldn't do it if I was uncomfortable 100% I wouldn't Um, but I feel like once I'm in character there's like I'm 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 in my character and my character wants to kiss Mo. So I, the, yeah, once yeah. I'm in character, it's not I'm not uncomfortable or I'm not like like too bothered that I have to kiss older man because yeah. that's the character that I'm playing. You're
0: not yourself. You're, yeah, I'm not or, myself. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember? Um, I remember like four years ago now when you were here with uh I used to live here. Yeah. Um, and that was obviously such a different approach to um uh you know it was a a very different approach that frank berry as a director had i remember you guys talking about it then during that q a about how he kind of got just like allowed you guys to sort of be yourselves and um you know he was he was basically workshopping with what was an amateur cast um uh how how different was it um because this is i know you've worked on like television between then and now but this was the next feature you've done right Mm -hmm.
2: Well, obviously I used to live here was based in my community and it was about the ripple effect of suicide, which is a very real thing in my community. So we didn't need to think too much into character and it was more just trying to get an insight into the kids and the teens living um in an area like Talleh, the area that I live in which it was which I used to live here was based. Whereas um Metal Heart was even though I was truthful and genuine in the way I acted and I am. Um, but it was a very kind of made up world almost, Whereas I used to live here, it wasn't. So there was that challenge of having to be a different person Whereas I felt like I didn't really have to be and I used to live here.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and you you mentioned, uh, you touched on John Hughes just there. Like obviously there was a bit of an inspiration. Like what were the other touchstones for like, you know, coming of age dramas?
1: Yeah, for the movies, Um. well, uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Super Bad. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, you know, John Hill. and yeah. I love that movie. I think it's so good and funny. And visually, we kind of tried to go for that world of sort of suburban malls, kind of like nothing too obviously Irish as well mm-hmm. in our look, because that's been done a lot here. And, and it w- I kind of wanted to look fun and kind of uh, colourful and like Superbad in a way kind of a, an Americanized yeah. look at Ireland, Ar- without meaning to be American Just kind of a,
2: of a universal so. as well I think
1: yeah we mm. kind of yeah. we don't really mention Ireland or anything I think Aaron's the only one who says Dublin once to the yeah. only time it's mentioned and we didn't want any kind of locations that we'd recognise and stuff too much so yeah is uh, definitely one and uh, yeah the John Hughes stuff and all that I mean I uh, there's a film called River's Edge from the 80s which I love um, uh, Tim Hunter film that Keanu Reeves is in when he was young and Crispin Glover where they find a it's a gr- group of teenagers who find, you know, one of their friends has killed his girlfriend and they decide to kind of hide the, the fact that he's done this from the authorities over a few days. And it's quite dark. And when I'd gone to Paul Murray, the writer, mm-hmm. to begin with, that was one of the films we talked about. And we were sort of looking at a graphic novel type of suburban world. Uh, Daniel Clowes and kind of like, um, cool. you know, people like that. And, and Paul is a very, you know, funny, warm writer. And even though I think we were talking about this as well last night, that... You know, I would go. Let's make it. Let's try and get darker. You know, <laughs> and every time we did, it sort of didn't feel quite right of Paul's world because he, you know, when he did go dark, and originally the character of the Mo plays was was younger and was kind of just more of a. He was the twin originally, and you know, it sort of changed. Oh, there was always the two sisters, but it was a little bit different, and he was the one who was kind of dark, and he ended up like killing people at the party and stuff. It was really different, you know. Wow. Um, and and Emma. I mean, we're giving away stuff now, but Emma like gets pregnant and was gonna to have to have an abortion well. and i remember meeting paul and going you know we, we sort of talked and i was like i just don't think it's i was pushing it in that way in a way and i was like it just doesn't feel like the right tone of the movie anymore mm-hmm. so i think once we took that back and made the made the character a little bit older and um you know felt like he was the kind of guy who an 18 year old girl would fall for do you yeah. I mean like the kind of bad boy handsome you know uh, music you know that kind of yeah. thing so like that's what I know a good few of my friends female writer friends as well I, I showed the script to you showed all the, the, the cuts to and was always pushing on was this okay and is this feeling right from a female point of view and they were like I think this is exactly the type of guy I would fall for so that was that was sort of the, the teenage world as well it was important to get right in. and definitely Jordan and Leah particularly um had a really good sense of how they'd look how they'd act how they'd be you know um, even though it's a sort of slightly different world that you're from um you know uh, even yeah because she's she's from the American grew up in that sort of background either, but that that's that's where we're kind of coming from.
0: Yeah, cool. And um, like uh, again, going back to uh, having a, a young cast, uh, like you picked like the perfect cast for this film. I feel um, and Jordan you were saying last night that you did like find the script uh, relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did what was uh, your guys? I mean, did you um, and the other young cast like discuss or like give any feedback to to Hugh in terms of oh well, I don't know if. Like, I, this felt to me like a, a Gen Z, coming, not even like a millennial sort of coming of age. It's for, it's more for people who are, you know, 16, younger, 17 yeah, now, yeah. even younger still. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys feed back into the, like, the development along the way? Did we? <laughs> I,
2: I it's, it seems like forever ago that we filmed it. I know. Um. It was this time you,
1: last year. It was this month last year.
2: Do you remember if I ever came to you? I do. Like, I've had, I've had said in, a, like, in I Used to Live Here. Um, I had said to Frank, I wouldn't say that, or like, because I think he had like, um, marijuana or something instead of weed, and I was like, No, I just say weed, (laughs) (laughs) like, and he was like um i don't i don't know yeah did we would quite a, weird, a
1: good few lines and stuff and just it was more the kind of the scenes themselves where they ride and how you felt about i always remember talking yeah. to you about that and how you know do you feel this is right is this line okay and you go no i would say this i wouldn't say this and yeah no it was great and then
2: like me and mo had this kind of like yeah. um because he was like oh i'm not a bad guy and I, and i'm just troubled i'm like no you're you're a bad guy <laughs> 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 I'm like so we were both coming from two different places yeah. and we were trying to me halfway um in how we delivered the lions and what felt right and what didn't because he thought he was this person and i thought he was this person so we did clash a little bit in that sense but um we end up like meeting halfway and
0: mm-hmm.
2: and working out
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's funny that you just mentioned like having an interest in tim curry around the time of shooting because that feels like an emma thing to have like that. <laughs> yeah like
2: yeah. I- my mom was like, uh, when we left the movie, she was like, Emma is so you. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everyone like, oh, don't touch me, leave me alone. I'm like a, a moody teenager, yeah. So <laughs> it was like so enjoyable on um, sex. I got to just, you know, be my angsty self and no one could judge me.
0: <laughs> cool. Are, like, did you find that, like, from talking to Leah as well about Chantel, like, are, are you like an Emma? Is she a Chantel or is Leah someone completely different? Like
2: I wouldn't say Leah is as vain as Chantelle. She's really modest, really sweet and nice, but she's definitely glamorous like mm-hmm. Chantelle. And we're, I think we're definitely very different in comparison, but we're great friends. That's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Can you tell us about like getting a first feature made? Like we've, we've talked about a lot with the uh, first feature directors during the festival because we've got so many, which is great. Um, like, do you feel, like, you've been in the industry for a long time, though, so do you felt you had, like, a leg up in that way? Were there any, like, major obstacles to getting someone to take a punt on you as a director of a feature?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's never easy, but I, I was lucky that Treasure, I'd worked with a good few times as an actor, so, um, you know, I'd mentioned it to them over the years and stuff, and they were always interested in reading it, but, uh, like, I started the project with Paul, but then we brought we we sort of went to the film board and and got some d- development money so i had been working with the film board already on my shorts and stuff so i think you have to just put in the time and and show to them that you're passionate and that you'll do it anyway mm-hmm. because i feel if if you if you're going to the screen ireland now <laughs> and just ask expecting money you know they i think they're right to sort of go you know well why you know you can make stuff these days on your own you know you can shoot on your canon you can use a good you know mic you can edit you know we can there's not really a reason why you can't do stuff that if it's, I know that's more of a, a smaller sort of thing, but I, I love going out and making stuff myself in terms of photography and things like that. I love just going out and try, trying to make, be creative. So yeah, that's, that's you know, there's such a great resource, um, but you have to earn it too, you know, mm-hmm. so I felt like, doing the music videos and stuff over the years and just kind of, I'd sort of bug them a bit. I'd like email Rory in the film board and go, Hey, I did this <laughs> know, kind of video, you know, hope you enjoy. And like I going, not asking for any money, just showing <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like I'm working. Um, so, you know, and just being passionate about it and wanting to do it, you know, cause I feel like every day you want to be creative and try and do something I do anyway. I just love yeah. it. So, um, so yeah, so, so I felt like the script was, I, I, I love the characters that Paul came back with and, you know, we worked on it really, really closely together. and. Uh, I, I believed in the story, you know, and I knew it was, you know, not the darkest, deepest film. Uh, but for me, it felt like a really nice first yeah. film because, I, I you know, it was a lot to get through. Even though it's a sort of a simple story, there's a lot of time passes, even though in the summer story. So... Like, we shot a lot of slates. I like think we shot something like 750 slates, which is a lot mm-hmm. in 20 days, you know. Um, so we just kept moving and, and, and really, really organized in terms of shot lists. Ben my first AD, I would email him at, like, 9 every night. I'd have one beer. I'd go home. I'd have some food. <laughs> I'd do my shot list. I'd be in bed by half 9 and timed everything. So Ben would have the timings the next day. We had so much to get through and just keep at it. It was like war. And, um, like, even the the monitor I was saying to my friend John this morning is like, I just remember the monitor has a, a time code on it all day that you're looking through mm-hmm. and it's got like tenths of a second, not just the second. And yeah. it would just, so mm-hmm. it would always just be going time, just be going on. Like, it's just, it's just all the time, just time <laughs> just fading away. And you're like, there's never enough time. And obviously when you're an actor, sometimes you get a bit more time on set. So at least, you know, you can take some time, uh, you're waiting a lot, you know, but yeah. uh, with, with making it, which is really the buzz as well, is that you're never not, so you should always be doing something. Okay, right. guys. Remember after lunch coming back. Everyone's gonna yeah. have some chips. Okay, uh, everyone. Oh, okay. it's you. Right, come
2: on, let's go. Okay, guys. Let's. Okay, okay. Was, okay, I know it's
1: after lunch. Um, let's go again, and let's just kind of make it faster. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you find yourself going like you know saying those directorial things that like as an actor you'd be like ah
1: oh, that dick. I'm becoming that it? guy. I know. Definitely. Yeah. I'm sure I did.
0: I'm sure I did. Cool. Um, Jordan, tell us about like you were saying last night that but like at the time of shooting this you were doing like you're leaving yourself right or yeah. had just done it so you're in college now?
2: Yeah I'm in college. How's um, like
0: balancing everything going?
2: Um, well I had just finished my leaving cert so I had to hold summer free so I was absolutely delighted to be able to be on set because I go crazy if I'm not acting. Um, college keeps me busy, uh, acting is what I want to do but I've always wanted to have uh, the experience of university. Uh, I lived there for a year with my mom in Trinity, the where I attend now, because mm-hmm. she um, was elected president. So we got to live on campus and I fell in love with it. But during the summer, I will go mad if I'm not busy with acting. So I was delighted to have my free time spent uh, on set with the cast and the crew and just having a great time. Cool. And I what didn't you- find it hard to balance because I had absolutely nothing going on then. <laughs> um, I was just waiting on offers for college, so it was a lot of excitement that month for me.
0: Great. And what did you get? What are you studying?
2: I'm studying uh, English and Philosophy in Trinity. Oh, that's a nice yeah. tie into acting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It, it really benefits it. Cool. Yeah.
0: So is the plan like term time school, then summertime acting, or is it going to be? Yeah, well, it's so it's going to shake out whatever. In way summer,
2: I just do as much acting as possible because it keeps me sane. Like I need acting; it's complete therapeutic for me. Um, and then I. If I get a role that I really love, I'm like, can you schedule it around my college, please? <laughs> and Jonathan, my agent, is really good at uh, uh, helping me out with my college hours and then acting. Yeah.
0: Cool. So after I used to live here, did scripts just start flying into you?
2: Yeah, what happened was um, I actually did a, an audition in my community centre with my friends, and it was kind of a bit of a laugh, like, oh, there's an audition down at the community centre. Let's go down and do it kind of thing. And I was like they were all kind of taking a piss and I was like oh yeah but I was actually like I want this role <laughs> and um I went in and I gave him my all and I came out and I was like oh so stupid what the hell and I ended up getting it and then it just I it went it got it, it went really like it went really well and it ended up being shown in Czech Republic and I went over there with Frank and Colm uh the cameraman and I was like oh my god what is this this is like a whole new world like and there was a red carpet and I got to see my face on the screen and I was just like this is amazing and uh, I absolutely loved working on it as well and I loved acting and then I got a phone call to say that Lisa Richards wants to sign me and that was amazing and I got a scholarship in Bow Street and since then it's just been just been coming (laughs) non-stop that's great yeah
0: and so now you've been nominated for the Big and New Talent Award at the Flaw as well. Yeah. Any future projects as well coming up that you yeah. can tell us about anyway? Um,
2: yeah. So this summer I've just finished a short with Lara McCann, which was absolutely deadly. It was called Hasta la Vista. Um, it's based on her time in New York with friends and it's really druggy, trippy movie. So I've, as I get older, I've been uh, exploring different styles of acting, which is like really challenging jabs my ego a little bit <laughs> and but even like in Metal Heart, i had never i had always gone for like dark roles or like you know like i was like a prostitute and rebellion i was suicidal and i used to live here a feral child and my father my blood so this was like um this was really nice to do because I, I i wanted to explore what else i could do and Metal Heart allowed me to do that so now i have a lot more confidence so uh i am starting to go for other roles um Hmm. so i'm hoping to explore that in the next few weeks and months i have another short coming up with john brown who filmed my father my blood it is really dark but um (laughs) yeah i'm hoping to just um you know challenge myself and and go for all different types of roles very
0: cool Hugh, yeah. future projects that you can tell us about?
1: Um, well, I uh, this is weird because the the Overcoat as well, which is an animation that I that you screened as well, that's um, right, was was yesterday too. So um, those have been both long projects for me, like uh, almost eight years have both. And weirdly, they're screened in the same day. It was very strange. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: I would say it's the Hugh O'Connor film fly, but I think moe has got you beat because he, like, he has three features. I think every right. flag is yeah. Mo's fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: no, but it was a real honour. And and I, I didn't want to kind of, in a way, I didn't want to jinx it by by sort of taking on new things just yet. Also, as a first time on both those sort of uh, roles, I haven't proved myself yet. So I need to kind of see how these go down and hopefully they'll, they'll be received well and help me get more work. But... Um, you know I have a couple of things going on I am working on a, a few projects that that are still way too early to kind of really talk about but uh, I'd hope I'd love to make them and, and as a sort of coming from doing the music stuff and things like that I love just directing as well like I, I love trying to create my own projects but also really open to directing other stuff I love that and I, I don't mm. feel as a writer myself I I love writing I love reading but I don't have that confidence so much to write I, I hope sure. I hope I will do a bit more because um, I wrote about my shorts and stuff but I just sort of with the feature, I thought, with the full, with the board as well, it's a big ask for them to kind of give me the money for a film that I'm writing as well. You know what I mean? And sure. I'm also known as an actor. It's a bit weird. So that was a really great Apple. He was a great backup for me because he's a really strong writer himself. And so, yeah, I'll see. I don't yeah. don't quite know. Hopefully, hopefully I get to do more. That would be the biggest prize for me would be just to get to make something else. Cool.
0: Um, any ambitions to direct, Jordan? Or to what? To direct. When you look at you and what he's done, do you <gasps> uh, ever think? I maybe? did.
2: When I was younger, I wanted direct and then i seen how stressed he was <laughs> no, no you're you <laughs> absolutely great but i know it's a lot of work <laughs> it, yeah i i do think about it sometimes but now that i've seen the the uh how much work <laughs> i don't want to seem lazy but it no. is a lot of work and yeah i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe
0: cool well thanks for talking to us guys you O'Connor connor and jordan jones cheers thank you uh, That's us for another week. A reminder that Metal Heart will be playing in the Paula Cinema this week in Galway as part of the Junior Film Flaw. Our website again is galwayfilmflaw.com. Still lots of great films to see today and tomorrow. You can find Hugh on Twitter at Hugh O'Connor. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Jones. Our show is at Galway Film. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. If not, then don't, but subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and you can continue to hate-listen to us for the rest of the season. I'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Will Fitzgerald, reminding you to stay young at heart.